Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, listeners. Jess here. Have you heard our newest show, Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches? Winnie Taylor is just a teenager when her mother dies, sending her to Cleveland to reunite with her dad, a former football player. It's an inspirational story about sports, family, and learning to overcome the barriers that hold us back. Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches has something for everyone. Action-packed football games, a story about friendship, and a father-daughter story that will warm everyone's heart. I know you're going to love it. Follow Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free with a GZM family subscription. Head to gzmshows.com for more. Do you want to hear a story? There are kids in this world who are different. There's a girl floating in the water. She's right. There's a girl out there. Look. Find the treasure island. I'm Mother Nature, and I'm here to keep you two idiots from ruining the world. Uh, Franklin's the name. Uh, ben Franklin. I think it's a hoverboard. She belongs to the world of the dead. It's a broken locket. Exactly like mine. Hi, it's Jess Fisher. I love that intro so much. I am GZM Director of Audience Engagement and host of GZM Rewind. Yes, I did change my job title. I love that job title, Jess. (laughs) It's true. It's new. I I actually just changed it. I also love how you literally just changed it. in. You're changing it on the document. (laughs) No, I mean, I talked to Ben about it recently, but (laughs) I did actually. (laughs) I didn't just do it. That's really funny. I'm here with my Rewind co-hosts and GZM co-founders, Chris Terry and David Kreisman. Hello. Usually, we're listening to shows that have already happened, but today, we are once again going to be headed into the future. Future. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to see that on Broadway in a week. That's exciting. Very exciting. 1.21 gigawatts. So um, I'd love to kick this off with um, this beautiful question from Becky. From uh, uh, Becky is a super fan subscriber. On wait, 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 wait our before that, what are we? We're, we're gonna we're gonna play people stuff they've never heard. We're gonna be playing stuff from shows that's co- are coming out. Shows yeah, in twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's true. Just You're in right. case anybody wasn't. No clear. one has heard anywhere. Yeah, not even Jess. I heard a little bit right before I heard a little this. bit before this. <laughs> <laughs> But I hadn't yeah. until five she minutes ago. As she, as she was changing her new title. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to ease us in because before we look forward, I do think we have to look back a little. Okay. Think about sure. how we arrived at the spot we're standing at today. <laughs> Should have played it Uh-oh. backwards. Uh, my hand is fading out. Yeah. It works. Mm. It works for the future and the past. Right. Back to the future. Mm-hmm. So Becky wants to know, what was your inspiration for creating GZM? On Rewind number 40, Dave says he's grateful for his job where he gets to make great shows where craziness happens, but problems get solved. And we generally have happy endings with people who like each other and work together. Love that. That's exactly why I love GZM content. So how did GZM come about? What was the first show? Thank you. 
I always think, you know, Dave, before we get into it, I always think this week was a great example when we were in the studio recording the crowd sounds for Fourth and Inches. Mm. Yes. And Dave and I always look at each other and we're like, yeah, I guess this is our job. I guess this, <laughs> this is, is our job. Because this is work. Boo and so cheer. Like, and everybody, pretend everybody, go like, pretend like you're being tackled. There's like eight people going, <laughs> ear, ear, ear. Some people who may have never seen football before, exactly. it seems like. Right. <laughs> Clocking in at the podcast factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> That's I, what I say. Ben, ben Dave, and I have, have slightly different memories of how Gen Z came together. Conflicting? Yeah, conflicting. Yeah. yeah. But, well, it started with Mars Patel. First, first of all, yes. Mars Patel was made before we were a company. And then we made several shows before we were Gen Z Media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mars Patel was just, it was going to be a show. Mm-hmm. And we made we made the first few episodes, and then the thought at that time was we were gonna uh, shop it around and see if anybody wanted to, you know, get on board and make the rest of it. And then at that point, nobody was doing audio fiction, or very few people were. Mm-hmm. And so we just made we decided to make the whole show. Yeah, we funded it ourselves. We funded it ourselves. Wow, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, we sat down in my little tiny studio, which was in my my old house here in Maplewood, which wow. was literally a room off the side of the living room. I went at it from there. Wow. And then Mars Patel took off. It got listed on all these best of lists and won the Peabody. Peabody. Next thing you know, we've got a business and we're Mm -hmm. making more shows. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that time, Dave, I think we made a couple shows for other people. We did. We made, our first shows were for Panoply. Yeah. Um, They were our, well, first we made, they were our shows, but. They paid us to produce them, but they own them. I don't know. Anyway, we made Ghost of Jessica Majors, which unfortunately does not live on gzmshows.com yet, someday. Yeah. I haven't heard that one yet. It's uh, really good. Yeah. I've heard and, that. And, uh, you know, all through these times, like we've said, we were learning how to do it, you know, and it was just the three of us, really. You know? And didn't um, you guys meet through some sort of like writer's group or something? Yeah. So I met Ben when I moved here to New Jersey. My book had just come out. And Ben had- The Bigfoot book, right? Yeah, yeah. And Ben had a book, a children's book that had come out. The dog book. Yeah, the dog book. And so, <laughs> so mine Can't was like- get to my book. Mine was like, <laughs> exactly. And Dave, oh, the plane book. Oh, the plane crash book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and mine was like a, a adult short fiction book. And, uh, and, and Ben's was a children's book. And we met at a sort of little get together and- started talking and then just sort of kept in touch. And I think met at a writer's group, a writer's group came out of that, you know, where you t- bring your writing and everybody sort of talks mm-hmm. about it. And and then uh, and then he met Dave elsewhere. Dave, you were on that side of the- Yeah, we. I was invited to some, someone was having like, it was like drinks for YA and kid authors or something. Wow. And uh, I've told the story before, but I noticed throughout the night that Ben was looking at me all night and- <laughs> Whenever I talk, he's paying a lot of attention to what I was saying. And I was like, huh, this guy's really interested in what I have to say. And I think he was interested because he was, he had this thought of doing it audio fiction. And when I said that I'd worked on soaps and we had done radio stuff, I think he was like, right. "Hmm, That's interesting. Mm. And he said, I met this guy, this other guy. And that's when I met, that's when I met Dave. You know, the funny thing is, Dave, I remember the same thing from when I met Ben. Uh, He, at that time, I had just gotten this gig with a uh, guitar player, a a big sort of famous New York jazz guitar player who I was, you know, like if you had asked me before I moved to New York, like, who do I want to play with? He would have been like, you know, my top five. Mm. It sort of felt like the culmination, like the top of my jazz, uh, bass playing jazz career in New York because I had, uh, he had called me and I had played like a couple weeks with him. 
And I was talking about it. And of course, Ben was watching me from the corner and he came over. He goes, you, you played with him? I love, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he, of course, Ben uh, like knows a lot about a lot of different things. And so he was, you yeah. know, he had heard of him and was, you know, oh yeah. You know, he had been to see him. Uh, you know, he had a regular gig, this guy down at, um, in the, in the West Village. And so he had been down there. And so he was just very interested. And I was like, who's this guy? He sure knows a lot about this, you know, obscure, <laughs> obscure, famous jazz musician. <laughs> Uh, so that, yeah, that was, I'm, that's one of my uh, earliest recollections of meeting Ben. That's nice. Yeah. There you go. Well, Asked so and answered. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's some pretty, yeah. I mean, good question, yeah. Becky. It yeah. is a great question, Becky. And I know everybody wants to know what's coming next, what's coming next, but let's also reflect really quick on what this year was. This, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, the, the company has been around now for what, six, seven years? It's I been, think I, I, I think five for Gen Z Media, but we, yeah, Mars Patel's seven, seven or so, yeah. yeah. And it, I'm coming up on my fourth year. It popped up wow. the other day for me. I know. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe, like, I think a Facebook thing came up. I was like, yeah, wow. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. And this has been a really incredible year. And I think, like, I think y'all will agree. I think we really exploded this year. Like, we have had to gained some incredible team members because yeah. of just the workload of it all. Mm -hmm. And and we're creating shows at a rate we didn't know was possible. And, <laughs> and we still, still we actually not, still, we still don't think it's possible. We still don't think it's possible. <laughs> but uh, I think the ideas are just flowing and the partnerships are growing. And it's just, it's just been absolutely incredible. And I think the content that was created this year was just so top tier. I could not believe it. It wasn't just one amazing show. It was multiple amazing shows. Yes. How many Headlined people, by the return of Six Minutes, obviously. Yes, yes. Absolutely. How many people work, I mean, even tangentially, do you think, at Gen Z now? I mean, I always tell- How many people? I have no yeah, idea. I, I always say 20 to, at any given time, 20 to like, maybe not 30, but it's like- With Between, yeah, freelancers, freelance yeah. writers, freelance editors. It's gotta be 30. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're still yeah. small. Yeah. And then if you add actors, it's so to me, but, but to me, but to me, to me, for what we do in this sort of niche thing, it always seems like a lot of people. You know, to do what we do, it takes a lot of people. You know, yeah, it takes a village. It takes a village, absolutely. Yeah, we started with uh, well, we really started with GZM Morning Show. I think that was the first thing that came out because I think it was literally January first. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I loved that show. I thought it was so funny. Um, and then was it the return of Six Minutes? I believe so, yep. yeah. Which, I mean, the fans are going crazy. Mm -hmm. I still don't know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> like I know, said- You're going to know soon. I'm going to know very soon. I'm going to know in about a week. And I think what's so fun about Six Minutes is that the original series is just so good. Clearly, we've amassed millions of, of fans. And I just think this stepped it up even more, which is so hard to do with a sequel after returning for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all did a great job. Nightingale, I think, is one of the most- touching things that can be created. <laughs> I think I think Nightingale, we hit a new level on Nightingale yeah. for me. Just like it's just um yeah, it's just a beautiful uh all of all of the Gen Z, all the things, I mean, there's so many things along with the people that make Gen Z great. But and Nightingale sort of seems to be a real pinnacle comment culmination mm. of it, you know? Yeah, but now it's one it's won one award and has been nominated for a Kids Choice Award. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's true. And I think we did something really fun with me and Lucy in which we we took on a new genre, mm -hmm. like kind of absurd horror comedy yep. and nailed it. 
absolutely nailed it. Yeah. I th- I thought Mina and Lucy was played with tone and and style in a way that I haven't seen us do. And like I just think it opened doors for us. I think it's so mm-hmm. I loved it. I we're loved getting it. we're getting better it. at the comedy, right, Dave? It was something. Yeah. It was something in the beginning we not shied away from, but we found hard to do. And I think really, Sigmar's Patel out. is very funny. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like straight up. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. I mean, and this is the fun of working with outside writers too, is that someone like mm. Lauren who brings in a different sensibility and different way of writing. And it's, it's great because only so many ideas that we can have. And I wasn't necessarily meaning the comedy in the writing. Cause I think there's always really great, funny things. I mean, <laughs> I, I, wasn't, mean I wasn't I, offended. No, no. I, <laughs> I also have found it's hard to do comedy in, in the sound design and you know, like, how do you play it? Do you play it cartoony? Do you play it real? Like what's funnier? You know what I mean? Yep. Those are always questions we asked ourselves uh, earlier. Yeah, on. I feel that. And then we did a couple partner shows. Yes, we, we did. did. Yeah. Who Went Wow, which we're working on another season of, which is lots of fun to work with the Tinkercast mm-hmm. folks. The great legacy of Arthur. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was that was great. It's true. All those memes. Boy, what a year. Holy I see so gosh. many Arthur TikToks. They're really funny. What a year. <laughs> It's true. It's been such a such a big year. And what's so funny is it's like, it's funny how we mark our time in years. Like, it feels like we're starting anew in, in like two weeks, even though we're really just continuing because we are just working. <laughs> <laughs> just meaning like, like, you know, uh, on these shows, like we're currently working on them. We're continuing to work on them. So why don't we show the listeners what we're working on? Sure. Just before we do, would you like to know, I want you to guess how many what? recordings I was on today. Yeah, Dave. Dave had a marathon day. <laughs> Three. M- more. No, four. This is number nine. No. For me today. Yes. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That is. It's been crazy. Some were some were short ones, and uh, it was all pickups. But and but, Dave and uh, I were yeah. communicating behind the scenes. How about that? We were, we were working on <laughs> just yes. new ideas rot. for the show yeah. as he was uh, in recording. It was, I was oh, waiting for actors wow. to show and things. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Tip top shape. Yeah, and I have a, I have another one. I have another one after this. Yeah, that's oh right. Oh my gosh! I just came from my own personal recording session because I am a professional voice actor, and uh, I'm say, currently in booth, that studio. I have to say the booth where you are just sounds really good. I'm sure it does. It's beautiful. I feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a closet right now. Well, is this the, right. uh, is this where we let? Is this where we play the the uh, the top secret stuff? I think so. I think it's time. What do we start with? I think we should start with uh, the show that's coming up first. This show is literally coming on January 1st for early access subscribers, our our super fan and family subscribers. Mm -hmm. Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches. Should we set up this clip? Because this isn't, because, you know, typically we play the opening or the closing, or but this is sort of in the middle of uh, an episode, which is a really fun scene. Dave, you want to set it up? Yeah, and it gives you a real sense of what this show is about. Now, some of you may say, I don't know about football. Football's not my thing. And this is GZM's first sports show, which is a real challenge because we weren't sure. We had to do a lot of experimentation to figure out how are we going to do sports in audio mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's obviously a visual midi- medium. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you have a football game that you can't see? Now, of course, it works <laughs> on the radio, but it took a lot of experimentation. But what I want to say is that even if you're not a football fan, there's a lot of stuff in here for you because it's a story about father and daughter. This is about uh, Winnie Taylor is a girl who comes to live with her father in Cleveland. She hasn't lived with him in a while, but her mom's passed away. And he was a retired quarterback. And he's kind of, uh, he went out not so great 
in his career. And now she's here to inspire him to maybe get back in the game. Yeah. I have to say, working on this, I feel like this is one of our best. Oh, really? That's so exciting. Post and music wise. And just like, I mean, like Dave said, just just cracking the code of how to do a football game. Well, the other thing that's new here is that this might be, I think this is probably our first show that doesn't have any sci-fi or fantasy elements, Mm -hmm. unless I'm forgetting something. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think you might be right. right. It's the most grounded show that we've ever done. I think, Dave, I think that's why I can't get through a scene without crying. Yeah, right. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, and this, man, and this, y'all. And this, and this is one of them. So in this scene, um, yeah, let's set up the scene, Dave. So Winnie has had this idea that she wants to get her dad back into the league. So she's gone to see the coach of the of Cleveland football team, who was Derek's college coach, and she calls him Uncle Fitz. And she secretly got him uh, the chance to go back on the field. And now this is the first time they're seeing each other after Derek has been to practice. And Coach Fitz is played by... Coach Fitz is played by Tony Todd, who is Pretty a famous guy. A legendary actor. Yeah. This clip is called The 50-Yard Line. QB1, my dad, Derek Taylor. Listen, Winnie, we need to talk about- About me going to Coach Fitz. You gonna tell me about how wrong it was, how no one asked me to climb that fence or try to run from security. You climbed a fence? That's right. I said it. A very tall, dangerous one. And I don't care. I do it a hundred times. Mom always said sometimes you needed a push to know what was good for you. Well, this was me, pushing. Are you done? I'm done. Go ahead. Tell me why I was wrong. Get in the truck. What? In the truck. Are you going to drop me in the river? Yes, I'm going to drive my truck to the Cuyahoga River and dump my daughter in it. Where are we going? Tradition your mother and I used to have back in college. May I take your order, please? Yeah, we'll have two burgers, two large fries, and two large lemonades. You should not be eating fast food this close to a game. Like I said, it's tradition. Yeah, but you're not 20 years old anymore. Thanks for the reminder. But grease and fat gives me man strength. In that case, I want a milkshake, too, for woman's strength. And two chocolate milkshakes. Drive around, please. So this is what you did before every home game? Sat at the 50-yard line and crushed fast food? First time I brought your mother, I thought she was going to dump me on the spot. Fast food and football weren't exactly her idea of a perfect night. (laughs) No, she was more of the tapas and art museum type. Seems pretty good to me. But you need to go easy on those fries. You gotta be light on your feet on Sunday. Since these D-line is huge, and they're gonna be trying to send you right back into retirement. You think they're gonna catch me? Huh. (laughs) You're not as fast as you used to be, Taylor. I was never as fast as I used to be. But what I've lost in speed, I make up for in being absolutely terrified. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I shouldn't be eating any of this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's see what you got. What are you talking about? There's a ball right there. I'm gonna run the tightest post you've ever seen. Winnie, I told you my arm is tired. Set hut. Here I go. Come on, number 10. I'm open. Touchdown! Touchdown, Taylor to Taylor! The first 
father-daughter combo in league history, and the crowd goes wild. Get out of your mind. You know that? Wow. Oh, <laughs> A storybook finish here for the Browns. Uh, I, the announcer part. No, the announcer part wasn't in when I listened to the pilot for the marketing meeting. Oh, it wasn't? No. That <laughs> <laughs> really got me. <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous? Oh, my so God. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's The whole so show sweet. is like that. Like, I'm, I'm tearing up. It's, I'm t- literally crying right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, y'all. It's amazing. It's uh, so and good. And they're both so good. They they're have, so good. They have such a chemistry. Right? Yeah. Don't they? I mean, they. Yeah. Sound, it's just really fantastic. They really do. Well, gosh. Um, well, that comes really yeah. soon. Literally, when you're listening to this, it'll probably be out within the week, or if if not, like a little mm-hmm. bit more than a week. I'm not sure what day we're dropping this. I also I also have the theme. Okay, go for it. I have the theme song. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times we do theme songs, and uh, I'll do a whole tune. And then it gets cut down and different things change. So it's, I thought it might be kind of interesting to see how the, the, the theme song has changed. I don't think, Jess, you've ever heard the full. No, not any of it. Here's the full version. I won't play the whole thing, but I'll play a little bit of it. And you'll just sort of hear, you know, I'm sort of like working around. This is a great singer friend of mine I had in and sort of wrote the song. We worked it out with him. So here's, here's how it started. Oh, will they find you? On this trail of falling stars As if you couldn't see the end Did they tell you Just exactly who you are You know you can't go home again Maybe home is where the heart is beating So that's the the song. Uh, you're just dropping singles, dude. Like that's just like a great song. Period. Like, <laughs> not in like the Nightingale song. You're just like dropping uh, fire tracks. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I love you. Make me sound so hip. I don't even know what a fire track is, but that sounds really good. What did you say in the Slack today? It made me laugh really hard. What did I say? Uh, I said that I goes said, so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It because so yeah. it was it was the fourth and inches. The credits. Um, the the credits. credits, which goes so hard. just you'll you'll see you'll see. <laughs> so. <laughs> Here's what it turned into. So shorter version, but Dave and I had this idea about sort of trying to get the story of Derek Taylor. Hmm. But here, here it is. With the seventh pick in the 2015 draft, Buffalo selects Derek Taylor, quarterback, Arizona State. Did they tell you just exactly who you are? You know you can't go home again. Derek Taylor goes back to pass. He pumps. Now he fires over the middle. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. I can't believe it. Taylor throws another interception. Man, you've got to be kidding me. I can't believe how far Derek Taylor has fallen. Taylor takes the snap and Taylor gets tangled up with the 
loose. It's a fumble. No, this is unbelievable. It's like he was tussling with his own teammate. And that Taylor tussle will end the game for Cleveland. Hard to imagine a worse ending for Derek Taylor. Wow, it does it does such a good job with the story. Yeah. And one of those announcers was me screaming like a maniac. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was their touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown there, Taylor. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. So anyways, really excited about that one. We are in the thick of it. I am in the thick of it. <laughs> I worked all the day thick on of it. it. Yeah, exactly. In the thick of it. Of it. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, Backyardigan song. Yeah, that's a back- Backyardigan song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Into the thick of it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, that's not our only show coming up. That's not our only show coming up. What else we got? We've got Discovering Dad. Discovering Dad, which Discovering I Dad. barely know what it's about. Yeah, Discovering Dad, which came to us from Kara Holden, who is the writer of Middle School: The Worst Years of My Life. Great writer. Oh. And this was actually a screenplay that she'd written a few years ago, and we turned it into a podcast. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and it's the story of two kids who have a dad that's kind of like, um, he's a little nerdy, he's a middle school science teacher, and they think he's uncool, he's very overprotective, and it turns out that he used to maybe be like Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> he was a he was an adventurer, and he's been that's keeping great. all of this a secret. A lot, of, a lot of dad stuff, huh? A lot of dad stuff. Yeah. Just uh, kind of happened in this uh, this little chunk. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna hear the moment where they discover that he may not be everything they think he is. Here it is. We've been robbed. Honey, get back in the car, and we'll call the police. Ah, watch out! She's got a knife. She sure does. Dan, what the? Now, I have the knife. How'd you learn how to fight like that? Get out of here and call Corey. You took my phone. There's another one, and he's got a bat. Leave now, and no one gets hurt. (laughs) Knife twirling. What are you, some kind of ninja? No, he's a middle school science teacher. Remember, Jess, knives are tools, not toys. Teachers, don't throw knives like that. Get out of my house! Who are you? Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) I think, I mean, how y'all do action with an audio drama and you can see everything. It's crazy. There's some fun sessions of, I was just going to say, some fun directing sessions where we were like, okay, now he takes a swing at your head. Now he's hitting you with a frying pan. Now there's a knife. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it sounds so exciting. And the cast is really stacked too. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about the cast. It's a fun cast. Christopher Sieber. Christopher plays, Sieber, yeah. Yes. Broadway star, Tony nominated, yes. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Godley. Also Tony nominated. Mm-hmm. Also Tony nominated and star of Succession. Also Alexa Neesonson plays Jess, and she's one of the stars of Fear the Walking Dead. Mm. Oh, wow. Really cool. I have the theme to this one, too. Oh, you do? Go yeah, for it. Here it is. Uh, this is written by uh, my new art, one of our new Gen Z composers, Daniel Nissenbaum. Interestingly, I, I met Daniel through a, a friend of mine that I cycle with a lot. I said, I have this neighbor. <laughs> I have this neighbor who's like an amazing writer. And so we got, we went, oh, out, of for, course you we did. went out for coffee. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And here's the, here's the theme.
my gosh. Are you kidding me? It's fun, That's right? so cool. That's my new ringtone, the whole thing. <laughs> the entirety of it. Yeah, it's very, uh, very fun. Wow. Very fun, yeah. That is so cool. So we've been getting a lot of questions about season three of Becoming Mother Nature. Now, I don't know if we've ever announced that it is about, drumroll. Father time. Father time. Father time. Yeah, we teased it at the very end of Keep It in the Reaper. Yeah, we did because- be, oh, okay, we did. Be, yeah, because Max, who was our special guest the other day on Rewind, uh, he knew. Oh, he did know. He did know. So Father Time, tell us more about him. We're getting there. Her. Her, exactly. She. Yeah. Yes. Father Time. Yes, it's a girl who lives in New York, and uh, it's fun. We're, we're getting near the end of the scripts, and it's a, it's a really fun story. We're in New York. We're all over the place. We're going to meet some historical figures. We're going to end up in ancient China. So it's another timey-wimey. It is timey-wimey for sure. It is Father Time. <laughs> it's Father Time. It's Father um, Timey-wimey. Father Timey-wimey. Are we going to have our other favorites of, of the universe, of the natureverse? I will, we will definitely hear some of our favorites return, yes. That's very exciting. I, I love this universe, and I'm so excited for more of it. I really think it's like it's like our little Marvel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it is. It's it really is. It's our, it's our baby yeah. Marvel. Yeah. yeah totally. It's so sick. I'm so excited. And speaking of Isabel Dennison, <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, people are very excited about the Casey books from Aaron, who's a super fan, uh, our uh, Supercast subscription. When will the release date be for the Six Minutes books about Casey? Well, we do not have an official release date yet, although the book is just about done. However, we have something very exciting to share. What could it be? Oh, Oh, I can't wait. This is a chapter from the book read by none other than Jess Fisher. What? Yes. Holy cow. (laughs) Jess is like a better- Well, we did it with an AI, but (laughs) no. Yeah, Jess Jess is like a better go finder. Hang on. Go get your reading glasses. Get your reading glasses. Put them on. Oh, they're on. Okay, good. And we now give you Jess Fisher. Six minutes before. One, I always hated the music they played in the elevator. And not just because it was sappy and generic, but because it was so creepy. I wasn't sure why it made my skin crawl. I just knew that every time I stepped inside one of these metal boxes, I got this crazy sense of impending doom. Especially today. 147 CD, report to level 45 immediately for performance evaluation, the voice had said. Performance evaluation. I knew what that meant. Testing, to see if I'd started developing abilities, powers. Was I finally showing signs of being different, special, like the other trainees on the floor who had recently celebrated their so-called birthdays? Or was I doomed to be the normiest of all normies until... Well, I wasn't sure what Whittier Corp did to kids who couldn't perform. What if this was it? I didn't know how old I was, but I knew I'd recently hit a growth spurt. What if this was my last chance to show that I was super strong or super stretchy or, I don't know, at least not just super nearsighted? I took off my glasses and wiped them against my uniform as the elevator reached level 45 and then stopped with a loud bang and a shudder. What was that? Another bang, another shudder, and then the car began to freefall. No, 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 no! I screamed, frantically pressing the buttons. My stomach lurched as the numbers rocketed down. 35, 34, 33, 32, 31. I squeezed my eyes closed and thought of all the things I'd never get to do. Never get to see the world outside of Whittier Corp, or fly on a plane, or go to a movie theater, or taste chocolate. 
never learn if I had real parents or a family or how I ended up in this metal death trap on my way to becoming human hamburger. The numbers were skipping floors now as we picked up speed. 25, 22, 19, 14. I braced for impact and suddenly felt a ball of energy ignite in my chest. The energy expanded, shooting down my arms like bolts of hot lightning. What's happening? I opened my eyes and lurched into the control panel. Ten. Six. Two. L. Plummeting past the lobby and down into the basement world where I lived and trained. I screamed as an electric charge burst from my hands and into the elevator wall. Sparks rained down from the overhead lights like fireworks. And then the cab screeched and slammed to an abrupt stop, knocking me to the floor. I gasped for breath, feeling my face and body to make sure everything was still there. I'm alive? I'm alive! The elevator door slid open, and I tumbled forward onto solid ground, crawling right into a pair of heavy black combat boots. 147 CD, said the bearded face smiling down at me. Happy birthday. That was the moment that Casey develops her powers for the first time. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Makes me want to know who the person with the boots is, like what that character is. I, I can't wait to meet more characters. There's a prologue, and there's a really interesting character in there that I'm very interested in as well. Like, I, it's, it's going to be a whole new cast of characters, but it's in the world, yeah? Yeah, I like how you That's said exactly the not right. epilogue you were about to the say. The not epilogue. <laughs> the pre-epilogue. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's coming. It's We're trucking on it. We're making it happen. And yeah. And speaking of the universe of Six Minutes, Smoot is ending. Yes. Is that the end of all of our happiness? No, it is not. not. It's just beginning. Season four of Six Minutes is coming. Yes. So what is it about? Well, I can't really give that away because you haven't heard episode 69 and 70 of- Oh, that's true. Of this season of Smoot. I think we can talk a little more about it when you've heard it, Jess, when you've heard the finale. Yeah, we don't want to give anything away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because if if we talk more about it- Let's just say- More cliffhangers, more excitement, more <laughs> yeah. of your favorites, more new characters as well are coming. Yeah, more questions. Oh, so exciting. And then what are we rewinding next? Well, the next thing uh, that we're rewinding is, uh, oh, you mean talking about, I'm thinking only from day to, you know how crazy it is, Jess. I'm thinking day to day. The next thing we're rewinding is the finale. It's the finale of six <laughs> minutes, <laughs> exactly. yes. But after that, what's the next show we're rewinding? We're going to rewind fourth and inches. Woo! Yeah, we're going to be doing it as it comes out, yeah. which will be fun. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to bring a lot of tissues. I know, seriously. I should record myself just like crying at my desk every week. (laughs) And then after that, our current plan is to rewind Becoming Mother Nature and then I believe Cupid. And then uh, we're going to figure it out from there. What we're going to do after that. Hopefully by then. We'll be back. Six minutes, we'll be back. back Six minutes. Yes. And then we can be doing, you know, the smoot or if it's called something else, rewind in order. Um, and yeah. So if, you got, if we've got some major fans, uh, if one of those shows is your favorite show, be sure to write into Jess and- uh, Yes, yes. We're looking it, for fans for Becoming Mother Nature Rewind ASAP. If you want to be a fan on a brand new show, like Fourth and Inches, so you're hearing it, you know, yeah. right, for the first time. That'd totally. Be, that'd be kind of fun, right? I think so. Call, we'll call it Be Like Jess. Be Like Jess. Be Like Me. I love it. So I really like this question from Becky. Becky sent us two questions. 
Any plans for more takes on classic literature or stories? Treasure Island, Sleepy Hollow, Mean and Lucy are all fantastic, and I want more. I would love a GZM version of A Christmas Carol, seconded. But I would, I could see a great story of Rip Van Winkle, Don Quixote, or Little Princess, seconded, seconded, seconded. All modernized, of course, with an t- element of time travel. Hints of what's to come? Thanks. This is going to be so such useless information, but and Dave hasn't even heard about this, and I can't, I can't even tell you of the one that I've been thinking about for the last three months. And I haven't brought it up to Dave yet. And, uh, yeah, can so. you bring it up on Friday at the dinner? Yeah, it's I'll think it's about too it. under under the under the covers. Anyway, I, we, it's just undercover, we, meaning like it's in my brain, and I either a have forgot to tell Dave whenever we're hanging out, or b or b, Dante's Inferno, or, or b think like Dante's it's, Inferno. It's not like that, but it, it's not what you would commonly. It's not one you would commonly oh. guess. Well, in answer to Becky's question as well, we do have one in development that we can't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have stuff that we can't talk about. Isn't that very exciting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have <laughs> mm, several other shows. Wait, this whole section is full of absolutely zero information. I love it. <laughs> and listen, I've been talking a bit about Time Phone, um, <laughs> and I'm still I'm still working for you guys. I'm I'm putting I'm putting in the hours. I'm putting in the work. We actually just got a pilot from a super fan. That time phone is hosted by uh, Doctor Burkhead's son, amazing. who steals amazing. some amazing. some technology from Superfan Mason. Genius idea. I. Loved it. Yep. My favorite part was him saying that he had talked about Time Phone at the production meeting, <laughs> but, which was just him and his stuffed animals. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That's really what good. it feels like. <laughs> like yes. Staring at boxes on a screen. I think I need to do. I think what I think what might help kick all this Time Phone stuff off is maybe for uh, when we start rewinding some stuff in the future here. I'll, I'm going to come up with a time phone like intro, like a, like a, not a, maybe a theme song. And like play it during our yeah, rewinds. Yeah, we'll, play, yeah. we'll play it during our rewinds. <laughs> just for a little inspiration. If we just keep adding one little element all That's the time, what I mean. we'll eventually yeah. have a we'll show. We'll just have a show. Yeah, I'll be like, I hey, just... hey guys, I, made, I did the opening <laughs> scene today of Time Phone. And it's like, where do you want to take it next? I'm loving uh, that there might be fans listening being like, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to announce Time Phone in, in Fast Forward. <laughs> Yeah, this is just a bit that we're just going to, and truthfully, we've already made the show. Yeah, the bit just becomes the show. All right. Well, yeah, I think, uh, what do we got? Oh. All right, everyone. Thank you for a fantastic year. Thank you for being our super fans. Thank you for your support. We hope that you'll join us in the new year with our new shows. Drumroll. Peace. Love. Love. And and oboes. Peace, love, and New Year's. We hope you have had the best holiday season and there's snow. Did you say holiday? I said holiday. Mm. Uh, hmm. Pun intended. Time phone. <laughs> I think that's already taken. Darn, I knew it. <laughs> little Easter egg there. <laughs> For more awesome pods, go to gzmshows.com. Shh, it's starting. GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified. Hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy. I'm Autumn. And I'm Jasper. And we're we're a GZM GZM family. family. And we want you to listen to our favorite show, Becoming Mother Nature. I love the one with the Green Reaper and the zombies. Yeah! Years ago, Brinley Pasternak helped the Anders family uncover the truth about Holiday's past. 
Now, she'll need them to help her find the truth about hers. Six Minutes Out of Time is the long-awaited sequel to the most downloaded family audio adventure in history. When Cyrus is found unconscious near the mysterious Elixir Academy in Florida, Brinley learns the school may have a shocking connection to her missing mother. All new episodes are available one week early and ad-free for GZM subscribers. Visit gzmshows.com to learn more.